Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. One of the men who has helped transition the game uh, over the years joins us now. Uh, the 38th president of the PGA of America, currently the general manager, one of the uh, founders of the Legends Golf Club out in Indiana. Very pleased to have returning to the show, Ted Bishop. Good morning, Ted. Uh, how are things going uh, uh, for you throwing the, through these interesting times? And uh, how are things uh, back uh, back in the Midwest? Well, you know, I think it's uh, crazy here like it is everywhere, guys. And, uh, you know, our governor is instituted a uh, stay-at-home order through uh, the 1st of May. And uh, fortunately for golf courses, um, at least in my part of the state, uh, he has deemed uh, outdoor recreation to be an essential activity. So as long as we, um, you know, adhere to the proper social distancing standards and sanitize our golf cars and go with single riders and don't let people touch pins and just do all the things that from a common sense standpoint uh, you need to do right now. We've been able to open up. So, um, you know, we've been extremely busy, but, you know, it's just you, you kind of take it uh, week to week. You just don't know when the landscape could change. Uh, Ted, we've been through 9-11 and 2008 housing bust and, and, and hurricanes and all sorts of things. This is a pandemic is its effect on golf is considerably greater, isn't it? Well, it, it really is. And I did a story for uh, MorningRead.com a couple of weeks ago about, you know, what the uh, landscape of public golf could look like when this is all said and done. And, and you know, in our part of the country, and probably this is true for you guys out there, um, you know, we're coming out of our off-season or non-revenue months. And, and I'll talk uh, specifically about public courses right now. So, you know, many golf courses are at the end of their their credit lines. We've we've gone through that four or five month stretch where we haven't had much revenue at all. And uh, you know, these would be the prime months that the cash flow would change, and you know, and, and things would would turn around. So, you know, if there's any sustained closings um, in in many parts of the country in public golf, uh, the landscape could look uh, totally different in two or three months because it could be the knockout punch that a lot of uh, operators and owners of, of public golf courses just can't can't uh, sustain and there is a problem with food and beverage are you available uh or is your your restaurant available to serve yeah we you know we do and uh, you know that's a great question because the uh you know really all we're doing right now are um our hot dogs and and a lot of you know packaged um food like candy and crackers and and soft drinks and you know canned beer and 
you know, the alcohol sales have been good, but if I put a per capita revenue number to what, uh, you know, we would take in, I've got 27 holes yesterday. Uh, we played uh, 370 players, and, uh, you know, I think we did less than $1,000 in F&B, which is, you know, way below what, you know, we would have done, uh, you know, per head with that kind of traffic. Uh, and, you know, with the social distancing standards and, you know, in my operation, we set up two check-in terminals, uh, and they're about 60 feet apart. I and mean, quite honestly, you know, we don't encourage people to <laughs> to stick around in the building. So, you know, we're we're probably going out of our way to discourage him from buying anything in the golf shop and the snack bar as well. Ted Bishop is our uh, guest, former president of the PGA of America uh, out in Indiana at the Legends Golf Club, where he's the general partner and founder there. And so the industry itself, you mentioned uh, uh, Oregon here. We're in a unique spot right on the border between Oregon and Washington. Washington has shut it down. Oregon is uh, similar to Indiana, where uh, courses are allowed to be open as long as they comply with the uh, social distancing. But uh, before and coming into kind of when things pick up, what, how long uh, of a shutdown could the industry sustain before it becomes a serious issue of, okay, is golf as we know it going to continue on a public basis or is it going to retract to just private clubs? Oh, you know, I think that's a, that's just a great question. And, uh, and you know, obviously the one thing private clubs have going for them is they have, you know, they have dues. And they have members that, you know, most likely most of them will continue to pay dues. But, you know, when you're in public golf and your cash register is dormant, and then you're also faced with the expense of doing something to continue to maintain your golf course, which you have to do even when you're closed. I mean, you've got you to mow your – your greens and your tees and your fairways and your roughs, and you've got to spray these things with, uh, you know, with chemicals as the warmer months, uh, you know, uh, you know, get everywhere in the country, and we face, you know, disease uh, activity and things like that. So, um, you know, it's uh, I, I can't answer that question. And the other thing that's frustrating too, you know, golf has not had a great track record when it comes to getting federal assistance. And I go back to Hurricane Katrina. And, uh, you know, when that hit the, uh, you know, the southern part of the United States very hard, particularly the Louisiana area, and, and you know, golf courses were lumped in with uh, massage and tattoo parlors and were excluded from any kind of federal relief through the uh, Disaster Relief Act. And, uh, you know, so I know I, me, I'm sure like many other people out there, um, you know, yesterday was the first day where you could file for this uh, payroll restitution on these SBA loans. And, you know, my bank is, is telling me that probably only one of every 20 applications are actually going to be accepted. So I know that we've passed this federal stimulus and we've got all this money out there to, uh, to help people out with. I know that we did that for the airline industry, but we didn't do anything for the restaurant industry, which has really taken a huge hit in the last month. So I, it, it remains to be seen, you know, how it's all going to play out, and there's no question it's a very scary time for uh, Americans. Well, and we've talked a bit about the uh, facility issues uh, going forward, but this has a ripple effect throughout the entire industry. So when you say that you've discouraged people going into the pro shop, now we're talking about, 
products and and the fact that we've uh, we've brought in products in the spring. We've got deliveries of golf clubs and and golf balls, and we can't sell them to anybody. Yeah, you're exactly right. I've got eight thousand dollars of Maverick drivers <laughs> in my oh, shop right now. That you know, given the uh, economic climate, and the uncertainty, uh, you're not going to sell a lot of five hundred dollar drivers these days. But you know, I can only speak to. I'm a Callaway master staffer, and I know you know they've moved all. They've already moved their dating back, you know, for us on when those bills are due, which is nice. But uh, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Well, the other thing you were part of uh, creating the the Ryder Cup task force uh, under your presidency. Uh, we're seeing the majors starting to reshuffle the calendar in preparation for when they might be able to resume. But as far as the Ryder Cup goes, scheduled for Whistling Straits uh, in September. Uh, if we start to encroach upon that date and we're still not back to normal, what what does the Ryder Cup have to? There's so many parts to this. Uh, what are the options that it could go through? Obviously, after 9/11, they just moved it back an entire year. Is that something that would be uh, under consideration, or how could they uh, keep the Ryder Cup intact if they've got to postpone or delay it? Yeah, you know, I think if all the major championships are canceled, and uh, you know, I had Tom Watson uh, join our local ESPN affiliate this week and he talked about the masters and, and I, I don't, after hearing Tom talk, I don't think he honestly believes that the masters is going to be played this year. So, you know, if, if all the majors wind up getting canceled, um, I just don't see how the Ryder cup, um, is, is probably not going to be a fatality as well. Although the timing of when it's scheduled to be played is certainly, uh, that that's advantageous, uh, in, in making that happen. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, if that winds up being the only major golf event that is played, then that might be a good thing um, at, at that part of the year, you know, for golf in general. But I would assume um, they won't cancel this. If they can't play it in 2020, then you would have to think it'll get rescheduled to 21. The President's Cup will move back a year, and, and uh, you'll see the same thing happen that happened, uh, you know, when 9-11 hit. Ted, you have contributed mightily to growing the game from a PGA perspective, and we have been really working hard here in the Northwest to do so also with uh, the Junior Golf Leagues and, and Drive, Chip, and Putt. Uh, coming out of this, hopefully we will, uh, what's the next step the PGA uh, can take or the PGA professional? Well, you know... Um the PGA Junior League has grown by leaps and bounds, and I know I've got a great female head professional, Crystal Morse, um, you know, here at the Legends, and, you know, her, really, the PGA Junior League is the foundation of her entire junior program, which involved about 300 kids last year, and she was very creative and actually uh, started a, a PGA Junior League for kids six and under, and she's also done the PGA Junior League um, for those who are over 13 and and uh, she's been clever in how she's modified the formats to fit all those different age and and skill ranges but the, the problem that she's got right now and we've got a ton of kids that already signed up for these is obviously with um, everything being shut down and the uncertainty of knowing when we can fire these programs up um, you know it's just really difficult to get any kind of a feel for what we we can do here and in 2020 and uh, 
um, you know, I, I also coached the high school golf team, and we just had our um, our boys' season was just canceled. All spring sports were canceled this week in Indiana, and uh, there's just so much that's up in the air right now. I think everybody is just taking this thing week to week. It's it's hard to even talk about um, and answer that question again, just not knowing what what you're looking at uh, two or three months down the road. Ted Bishop, uh, kind enough to take some time for us this morning, uh, past president of the PGA of America. He's out there at the Legends Golf Club uh, now uh, in Indiana trying to uh, keep things going. We appreciate uh, the time. I know you're dealing with a lot of the same things uh, our, our industry's dealing with out here in, in Oregon and Washington. And uh, like everyone else, we hope this is uh, more temporary than uh, permanent and uh, somehow things can uh, turn around before the season gets too far away from everybody. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, hopefully we'll have the opportunity to chat with you again uh, about uh, better times and uh, coming back out of this. Hey, I always enjoy talking to you guys. Stay safe out there. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.